So, Daf Kuf Mem Dalad. We're starting Kuf Mem Gimel, uh, about seven lines up, the summer of Yehuda. So we said, just to uh, recap kind of what we're up to, we said that there's, there's a fundamental machlekes, okay, um, in which uh, between, Rabbi, between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim, that what happens when you have, uh, when you have other foods, right? So actually there was a machlekes, we had a, a, two ways to understand the machlekes between them. Okay, or even three if you count Ula. We had, but basically where we left off saying, and what, what we're going to discuss right now, is we left off in, um, in it was uh, Rabbah's version of Rabbi Yehuda Amr Shmuel, that really the Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda both agree when it comes to sh- other fruits, that if you were Hiniach Lo'eichlin, right, ran, a random fruit, you know, then everyone's going to agree that the mashkim that came out of it are going to be mutter. It's only, everyone's going to agree that if you left Zesim and Anavim sitting in a bowl, the mashkim that come out of it is going to be Usr. The machlekes is just limited to tutim and remunim, right? To strawberries and pomegranates. And, but there was a, a curious, when we quoted the brysa to, to support that version of the machlekes, the gemar, the, we said in Rabbi Yehuda, that lamashkin or the stam, right? Again, in Rabbi Yehuda, when we said the stuff that comes out, it depends. It depends on what you set those fruits aside for, right? It sounds like if you set them aside for the liquids, then he would agree it's us or even by tutim remainim. But if you set them aside for eichlin, and what we said was ulistam, right? So either lamashkin or lestam is us so, right, if you set them aside for the, for the liquids that came out, it's going to be us. Or if you set it aside for, to eat, then everyone's going to agree it's going to be mutter. Okay, and then we said, but lamashkim ulistam, that if you just set them aside and didn't designate them that you wanted these fruits for eating or for drinking, it was going to be us. So now we're going to take issue with that. But Savar of Yehuda, seven lines from the bottom, stam us. Really, you want to say that if you just set it aside for mashkin, it's going to be us. Vahatsanan, we have a brysa that says, ha'isha mitama l'ratsan v'shaloy l'ratsan. Okay, we're talking about the milk of a woman. Okay, so normally there's a bunch of things running, a bunch of concepts running around here. General idea is we're talking about machshar. We've had this before that we have to, be, in order for food to be makabal tumah, it has to have come in contact with a liquid. So the question is, what is a liquid? Okay, so certain things are always going to be a liquid and certain things are going to depend on if you want them in a the liquid form. If you want them, then it will be a liquid that it, it can be machshar, the food, to now be makabal tumah. So we said, chalav isha mitama. So, uh, right, so the breast milk of a woman. So that would be mitama. It doesn't matter whether it came out, right? Let's say it just dripped out or whether she expressed it, she actually had the milk, caused the milk to come out. Either way, we don't care what the ratzin was. The breast milk is going to be, human milk is going to be, um, Metama, it'll be machshar betama. However, chalav behema ain't a metama elo laratzon. However, animals' milk—that's only right. A cow is only laratzon, right? If the if the uh, owner of the, the the farmer went ahead and expressed it specifically, you know, uh, uh, squeezed the udders and got the milk out. If he if he wanted the milk, then we'll say that it's machshar. It has a den of a liquid. So I'm Rabbi Kiva. So Rabbi Kiva doesn't like this. Is the chachamim really kavachaymerhu? I have a kavachaymer. Right, again, the goal here is to get a mashkin. Okay, we're going to have this for a while. The goal is to get, a, to, to get a liquid. So a liquid that is a universal liquid. So if everybody eats it, it's a universal liquid. So Rabbi Kiva doesn't like this because it's kavachaymer. 
that who, who, who drinks human milk? That's only katanim. That's not a universally accepted food or drink. Mitama, and yet, and yet it's mitama. Whether you wanted the milk to come out or didn't, that animals milk, okay, that everybody drinks, right? Uh, adults drink it as well. So of course, it, there's more of a reason to say that animal milk is a mashke, is a drink, is, is a, a drink that humans drink. said, well, one second, not necessarily true. I hear what you're saying. However, why? Why is the milk of a woman going to be metama? It's shegam magefasa tame. Okay, so there's a couple dinim here we learned in Nida. There's a couple things we have to talk about. First of all, okay, dam will be masher. If, if the Gemara says dam chalolam yishta. If it is um, the blood, right? If it's blood that, uh, that contains within it life. Ki adam hu anefesh, right? That the... Right? When a person bleeds out, right? so that's dam, that's considered chashav and will automatically be machshar as a mashke to be makabal tumah. So food comes in contact with blood. Okay, now, but it's not all blood. It has to be the dam chalalim, right? It has to be blood that would either, let's say if a person is dying, right? And the blood, as they bleed out, that would, or there's a concept, we're going to see this, I'm jumping ahead, but we're going to see this as a concept that if it's gam magifasa, any wound is considered like a partial death. So the blood of an animal, any blood of an animal, uh, I'm sorry, any blood of a person that has to do with um, you know, uh, injury or death would be masher. Okay, now that's point number one. So human blood, essentially, all human blood will, will be masher. Point number one. As opposed to an animal, okay, which only the blood of the makan shechita, so when you shecht in an animal, the blood that comes out, that would be. So there's a difference in dam. So that's point number one to keep in mind. And number two, that we're going to say, and Rashi speaks this out in a second here, that the, where does the human milk come from? It's converted from the blood. So it's the dam of a person converts. It, 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 it's a dam nechar v'nasechalov. That's the concept. That it converts into uh, breast milk. So now, what do the chavim respond? Understanding those two concepts, that it's going to be chalav, even is going to be machsha for because the dam of a magefa, right, of a wound of a human, would be machsha for So you want to say that an animal should now. Um, be tame, even the, the milk of an animal should be masha for tumah, even tahar, because an animal wound, like we said, only the blood that comes from a shechita would be matama, not that comes from a wound. So Amar Lahan, so Rikiva responded, so that, that's the Chalim saying why he doesn't agree to Rikiva's Kabbalah. Now Rikiva says, Amar Lahan, machmerani b'chalav mi b'dam. Rabbi Kiva says, I am more machmer by chalav, shahachaylev l'refua tamay, v'hamekiz l'refua tahar. Because, so, yeah, I understand you, the chachamim, don't agree to my kabachamim because you're saying chalav is dam. However, I hold chalav is worse than dam. Why? It's more machmer. Because chalav l'refua tamay, if somebody expresses milk for the animal, right? Somebody goes over to a cow, cow's going to be in pain. They have to get milked every, you know, so-and-so hours. Otherwise, they're going to be in pain. So even if you don't, there were stories now because of the pandemic, so the global milk usage was down. So these farmers are basically sitting there milking their cows for nothing. They have to milk the cows. 
Otherwise, it's going to be painful for them. But what do we see? If you, if you milk to help the animal, so you, you, even if you don't need the milk, it's still going to be tummy, even though you don't want the milk. However, if you go to an animal and the animal has a fever, right? We're, we had this, right? That if an animal, uh, I don't know if we had it, but um, that if an animal has a fever, what they would do is they would, just like they bloodlight a human with a fever, they bloodlight the animal. However, the dam coming from that bloodletting by an animal is tahar. So we see you can't ask, you can't compare dam to chalav. Chalav is more machmer, and that's why, um, that's why Rabbi Kiva says that, uh, you know, I think for my chalav chaymer, that if you're going to say that chalav isha is metam al so too chalav of an animal. So amrulai, now here, here's where it's going to tie back to our sugya. Okay, so far that was, Amrulai, the Chum said, baskets of olives and grapes will prove you wrong. Meaning that what they used to do was in order to get the grapes ripened or ready to, to press, they put them in these baskets. We had this before, we'll have it again. Uh, they put it in the baskets, okay? So what happens in the baskets? So the grapes are sitting there. You don't really want the juice, right? But the liquid, you're trying to get them more ripe, but on the bottom of the basket, you're going to end up with some sort of liquid. Okay, um, that the liquid, right? So the chum come back to Rabbi Kiva and say that you you want to say based it's, it's based on um, a, a rotzin and shaloy rotzin. What do you mean? We see here that okay that if you have shamashkan ayitzim mehen that the, the juice that comes out of the olives and the grapes lerotzin tameim shaloy lerotzin tahirin. And that's the point. The point is here is Ratzin and Shaloy Ratzin. So my love, what does that mean, L'Ratzin? L'Ratzin means that you say, Denichale, I want the liquid that come out of the basket. And that's why it's going to be Mitama, right? Grape, the juice that comes out of the grape, because, it's, uh, because, I, because I say I want it, it's going to be a, a juice, it's going to be liquid, and I'll be Masher for Toma purposes. Shaloy Ratzin, what is Shaloy Ratzin? Bistama. Right, so the Gemara is trying to take this uh, approach, saying that if you go ahead and you put grapes and olives in your basket, so if you, if you specifically say that you want the liquid that's going to be at the bottom of that basket, then that liquid will be masher for Tuma. However, if you say nothing, and you just put the, the grapes or the olives in the basket and continue carrying it around, you lug it around, and when, when you, at the end, what you're left with is some liquid on the bottom of the basket. If you say nothing, that is going to be tahar. And that now is a kasha because Rabbi Yehuda said, how does this tie all the way back? We got pretty far off here. Rabbi Yehuda said that we, we learned in the Brisa that if, if you set aside grapes and olives either for the mashkin to come out of them or stam, that the mashkin is going to be usher. And here we see that stam, that stam, if you just put them aside, that we see that it, it's, it's not showing that you want the mashkin, meaning that in this case, if you just set them aside and you didn't say I want them for the mashkin, the liquid that comes out is not going to be masher the kabotoma. Okay, and that's the kasha on Rev Yehuda. So, uma zesevan davim schita, right? And now like this, ma zesevan davim, and that's olives and grapes that they are roiv, right? They're oimid, they're b'nei schita, right? The purpose of olives and grapes is to make wine and, uh, and oil. Shaloi l'ratzen v'loi klom, that if you, what is shaloi l'ratzen v'loi klom, right? That either by saying you don't want it or just being stam, will say, doesn't count as liquid, 
And that's the Kasha of Yehuda. That when it comes to the Ramayim, that they could go either way. They're not as prevalently used for liquid. So Stam should not mean, when you set them aside Stam, it should not mean that you're having in mind for liquid. And therefore, so now why did we say in Rabbi Yehuda that when it comes to Shar Eichlim, that you set them aside, and you didn't say they're, they're for, right, you set aside uh, pomegranates and strawberries, and you put them in a bowl, and you didn't say that you wanted them for a liquid, you didn't say you wanted them for food, right, that Stam should also, see from here, from Zesim HaNovim, Zesim HaNovim, Stam doesn't, um, doesn't mean that they're going to be liquid, so for sure, Tutum and Anavim shouldn't mean that they're going to be liquid. So Gemara says, Loi, your whole premise is wrong. L'ratzain, right, what does L'ratzain mean? Bistama. L'ratzain means that you just put them in the basket. Because, again, since, since the purpose of grapes and olives is for grape juice and oil, so what is L'ratzain? Just putting them in the basket means L'ratzain. And L'ratzain is Bistama. Shaloi L'ratzain, Degale Adaita, Da'amar Lo'inichalei. That what is, what is Shalai L'Ratzon? It's not Stam. Shalai L'Ratzon means that you specifically said, I don't want this liquid. And therefore, you have no Raya to our case. Shalai L'Ratzon is not a case of Stam. And Stam does not equal Shalai L'Ratzon. And you have no Kasha on Rabbi Huda. Or another answer. Or you could say that really, you don't have to expressly say over there that you don't want the liquids in order for them to, uh, in order for them to be mahsher for Tumah, to be considered liquids. Maybe, that there, you don't put them in a bowl. You're putting them in a basket. So what's going to happen? The liquid anyway, the whole, this is an intermediary step. You're putting the fruits into the basket, and then you're going to transfer, right, they're just there to ripen, and then you're going to transfer them into the gas. So it's an intermediary step, and therefore, you never really put them into bowl. You would never put them into this basket so that you can collect the liquid. That's not the liquid making. That's just the step to ripen them, and then you put them into the press to make the liquid. So therefore, since, um, okay, so, but, but when it comes to other kalim, let's say putting strawberries in a bowl, so there, that, you, there, you would put them in the bowl Either one, either if you want them to eat or you wanted to, the, the liquid to drink it, to drip out of it. So there we would have to say that, that Stam is different. Ashkenazi Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so now either way we found a case of Rabbi Yehuda. We have a Brisa, right? The Brisa we had says Rabbi Yehuda, the Maidu Rabbanon, Vizesim The Brisa clearly said, right? Rabbo, this is again, this is Rabbo's, Rabbo's version of Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel. We have a clear b'risa that said that Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree with the Chachamim when it comes to Zesim Novim, that even if you set them aside to eat and you put them in the bowl and liquid, you know, after a while liquid drips to the bottom of the bowl, that even Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold by Zesim Novim that the liquid is going to be um, Osir, right? It's again, uh, we're talking about Mafari told to the Dush, okay? And that's why, and, 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 and it's Xera to that, right? So the Isidar Raisa would be to squeeze out to squeeze out liquid, grape juice, or oil. And therefore, the Chacham said that it's going to be usher if you uh, set aside a bunch of grapes and you found liquid there, it's going to be usher because of that. Uh, so Ashkan Rabbi Yehuda, the Mighty Rabbanon, the Mighty Now, where are we going to find the other case? Rabbanon, the Mighty Rabbi Yehuda, Bashar Peris, Minalan. How do we know, right? We said right, this is the premise of Rabbah's whole memory of how to explain the Machlaikis. When it comes to other fruits, there's no, there's no Machlaikis. Okay, when you, when you have other fruits that you set aside for uh, eating, that the Chacham are going to agree to Rabbi Yehuda that the liquids that flow out on their own are, are going to be fine. So Ashkan Rabbi Yehuda, the Mighty Rabbi Yehuda, the Mighty Rabbi Yehuda, Bashar Peres Minalon, Ditanya. We have a Brisa that says, Soichtin, you can squeeze out, Befagin, Uberfrishin, Uberoizrogen. Okay, these are prunes, uh, other fruits, quince, uh, some sort of apples, 
The point is, all these things are things that it's not, you don't normally squeeze them out for the liquid. They're regular foods, really. Um, and therefore, what we're saying is since you don't, you don't want them for the mashkin, since it's not normal, this is not, nobody drinks, uh, well, I guess, quench juice, let's just say, for that one. Again, times have changed. So maybe now we hear prune juice, right? You go to Pesach after you eat know, a lot of matzah, people eat, you drink prune juice, especially the older folk, right? So that is actually a thing. But I guess in those days, either way, but what we're talking about is that it's not, in those days, it wasn't a thing. So for these things, and what we're saying is that you can squeeze out the liquid. Avaloi, b'reimainim, you cannot squeeze out reimainim. However, in the house of menashim menachem, hayusayichim b'reimainim. Okay, they used to squeeze out reminding. So the Gemara says, okay, maybe this whole thing's Rabbi Yehuda. Right? And, ah, you want to know, how do we know that the Chachamim agreed to Rabbi Yehuda that when it comes to Shar Peiroz, that, that, that the Mashkin that come out of them is going to be Mutter? Ah, because we have a Brisa. Okay, but maybe that Brisa is Rabbi Yehuda that says that you can be Seicharit. So the Gemara says, okay. Why do we care that one family Ah, we're going to get there in one second. Now the Gemara is going to have a whole issue with that and it's going to, exactly. That's a great point. Let's just finish up. We're going to end the Rebbe Yehuda and then most of the rest of the Amman is going to be discussing your question. So, okay. So, you know what the Gemara says? You want to know? Fine. Let's make that, let's make that Brisa Rebbe Yehuda. However, Amr the Shama said the Rebbe Yehuda. What did it say in that Brisa? It said, Amr the Shama said the Rebbe Yehuda. When did Rebbe Yehuda say that it's mutter? That's if you set it aside for food. And Yatsu me Atzman. Seichten l'chachila mi we never said seichdin. This Brisa says seichdin. The Tanya seichdin bepagin repression about Asian. You can actively squeeze out the juice. So even if you say this is Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda never said seichdin. He said if you put the food the fruit aside and the liquid comes out on its own, then you could drink the liquid. So Elamai, what do we see? Elamai yislach lemeimar kiven the lab bin a seichdin inhu afil lechachila. We see we see a concept here, and the concept is. And, that's, and, and what the Gemara is saying is that concept is going to be true whether it's in Rabbi Yehuda or in the Rabbana. We see a concept here that's something that is not b'nei schita, that isn't made to squeeze out. That Bryce is coming to tell me that concept. Something that's not b'nei schita, there's nothing wrong with even squeezing it be a dime. Because you, you, it's not aimed for the juice. Right? The issue here is removing the juice from the food. But if, that's only where the juice is chasher. That's only where the juice is a, a juice that, that's, drunk, that's drunken. But if this is not drunk, if, if you don't drink this, then afilu chachila. And therefore, afilu teimer rabbanon, keep the lav neis chitin, and afilu chachila shmamino, rabbanon hishmamino. Okay, now it's not an ironclad sort of raya, but that's the way we're explaining it. We're saying that it doesn't matter if the Bryce is Rabbi Yehuda, the Bryce is coming to teach us a concept. And the concept holds true in Rabbi Yehuda or the Rabbanon. We see this concept that when it comes to schita, it's only, it's, it's a question of chashivas for the, for the Jews. And therefore, we, that's the concept we see from the Brisa. So therefore, the Rabbanon would agree to Rabbi Yehuda that since this whole Isser is only when you, there's a chashivas to the liquid, where you want the liquid, that's, so, um, that's when we're going to have a problem of, of drinking the liquid afterwards that's left over. So to hear from the fact that we see that you can actually squeeze out the liquid for these fruits, we're, uh, the, the Chachamim will agree to that concept as well. Shalbeis menashi of Menachem HaYusechim that's the Rebbe Langer's kasha over here. That the um, base Menashe, Ben Menachem, they would say it reminds him. So Amar Menachem, Halacha Kishel base Menashe. Menachem comes and says the Halacha is like base Menashe, Ben Menachem. Amar Le Rebbe Lor Menachem, Menashe Ben Menachem Tana. Who? He's a Tana. What are you? What are you saying? How could you paskin off of the fact that he did it? 
Number one, maybe you'll say, maybe Shabbat Menashe was coming off the ruling of a different Tana. And that's kind of like a Misa. You know, sometimes we do that. We'll say like, there's a Machlegis Tanayim, and then Misa Bishel Beis Menashe, that they used to do it, and we say that that's the Halacha. It doesn't really mean the Halacha is because they used to do it. The Halacha is because we hold like the Tana, and the Misa is just a way to, to bring out the fact that we see that before that they actually did it that way. So, Really? Just because we see that Menashe uh, did it like this Tana, whoever the Tana might be, either way, it doesn't prove it, right? You have a Chachamim here. You have the fact that, that we had one, uh, maybe, maybe they were just a strange family. They used to do things strangely, right? Words, again, we're trying to say, we're saying that they would that they used to squeeze Remainim out, okay, and therefore what? They would squeeze Remainim out, and therefore we see that it's normal to get the juice out of it. Okay, right? So we're not saying that they would do it on Shabbos. We're saying that base Menashia would normally squeeze out pomegranates, right? And since they would squeeze out, they would drink pomegranate juice. So we see that pomegranate juice is a thing, and if it's a thing, now it's going to be usher, right? Or, again, in the Machlechus, if you put a bunch of pomegranates in the bowl, and they sat there, and you're left with a bunch of juice, that we see the halachas like the Chachamim, because base Menashia, they used to squeeze out the juice. Right, again, we're coming off of the previous brysa, where in the brysa we said that everyone's going to agree that if you don't, if the juice is not ruddy, if it's not real juice, right, quench juice is not a thing, then you have no problem squeezing it out. So we're trying to say, and remind him, well, base menashe, they used to squeeze out. So they used to drink pomegranate juice, so they used to drink it, so it must be chashev. And then the Gemara is saying, the hechetesi, just because they did it. So now, so the Gemara says, in, yeah. Because they used to do it, what do we see here? Ditanan, Hamakayim Kaitsim Bikaran. If somebody allows the thorns to to live, right? They don't they don't uh, they don't uh, part of their process of cleaning up the land is that they don't remove the thorns, that they leave it there. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not Kayim, El something that you grow. my time what is the reason, Rabbi Eliezer, that we're going to consider these thorns klayim? Because in a place called Arvia, they would actually grow thorns, right? They would, uh, you can't actually grow it, but they would let it grow, right? The thorns would, uh, you know, appear or however they, they, uh, they, it's something we've had, we've had this concept of thorns before, that they are, they, they are unique, they, they, they grow from the ground, even though they don't nourish from the ground. Right, so I don't exactly know the science of how the the um, science of how thorns grow, but however it is that they get there, okay, however they appear, they they would keep them, and from the fact that they would keep them, so we say it's climb because they would allow them to grow in, they would allow it to continue to grow together with the fruits, and that's climb. Okay, so we see what do we see here? We see that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda that it is uh, Rabbi Lezer, that it is climb. Why? Because in this place called Arvia, they used to do that. So too, by base Menashia, you, you want to know what the proof is that, that uh, pomegranate juice is actually real juice? You know, like grape juice? It's real juice because base Menashia used to do it. Same thing. So, so what's your kasha? The Mara says, well, midi irya. The Arvia Asra. Okay? Arvia is a real respectable place. Right? That's like saying, we have a machlekes about XYZ. And then you can go to that city, go to New York, and that's how everybody in New York does it. Okay, so that, I mean, that's a, that's a city. There's a bunch of people there. And that was established ruling, so that does lend it credibility. But one weirdo family doing something, 
does not lend their credibility. Sorry, right? Maybe they were the weirdo family. They used to drink all the, you know, this, this crazy, uh, you know, uh, 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 crazy juice. And, um, and, uh, and, and therefore, we can't follow them. Ella, Hainu Taima. So now we're going to have another reason. You want to know why? And we're going to see here an amazing concept. We're going to see that the ability for something to have Hashivas as a drink is going to be dependent on the person. And the Gemara is answering, yes, base menashe, what it means is for them, it was a juice. How do we see this concept? says, now we're talking about in a case of mikvah. Traden beets, If you squeeze beets, now beet juice, at least in those, in those, point, in those days, was not really a thing. So traden mikvah. If you squeezed out beets and you put them in the mikvah, poislenes mikvah. You know, it's kind of like uh, when we were kids, or at least when I was a kid, right? So you had, like, we had a, we had a Coke, right? Pepsi, Sprite, Sunkist, right? And then we had, like, uh, iced tea. That was the entire non-soda drinking world. Now you could go to the store, and there's a guava, and, right? So, again, the, 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 I think the evolution of as far, far as which extracts we drink has changed a little bit. Uh, as, as drinking it for, for shame of drink. But anyways, because the Dhamma of Chista, Traden... Beets, you squeeze it and you put the beet juice into the mikvah. That, let's say you have a mikvah and now you squeeze enough beet juice in and it changes the appearance. It now looks red. Your water looks red like beets. So, right? So, practically, well, what do you mean? I, this liquid is not liquid. So, how can you say, let's say you put a rock on the bottom of the mikvah, right? If you put a rock on it, so that's not going to be mavatal the mikvah. Right? It's, it doesn't change the water. It's just a foreign substance. It sinks to the bottom and it's there. Right? It didn't change the liquid. So something has to be a mashke, something has to be a liquid in order to say you've now changed the liquid inside of this mikvah. So there is a concept that Shinoi Mara will passel a mikvah, but it has to be a liquid that's doing it. That's the concept that Rechist is saying. Okay, since you went ahead and you squeezed out the beet juice, so for you, you now said beet juice is a thing. And therefore, that makes it into a mashka. And since you made it into a mashka, now I have this beet juice mashka. Now I have mashka, I have liquid. And my liquid is going to passel the mikvah bishin imara. Right, so liquid mashka will passel the mikvah bishin imara. Okay, because it changes, it changes the appearance. And the answer, right, what was our kasha? Just because base Menashe used to do this, we should say that it's going to be juice. Maybe they're the weirdo family, right? Maybe they're the weirdo people doing, you know, making pomegranate juice. The answer is no, that they were machshavit, and therefore for them it is going to be juice. And where do we see this concept? We see this concept by mikvah. That's the way Rav Chista learns this by mikvah. Rav Chista says that if you squeeze beads, you can actually turn it not just into something that goes in the mikvah, but it becomes a real mash, a halachic mashka. It becomes a drink, like water, and therefore it will be mavato your water, but mara. Now, on that machlekes by mikvah, Rav Papa argues. So according to Rav Chista, we now have an understanding of how, they, how Rav Nachman can say that halacha was like base benashio. Because if you're machshev the liquid, that means that you, it actually did, you did turn into liquid. But Rav Papa, Amar, Rav Papa argues by mikvah, he says, it's nothing to do with mashke. Right? Rav Chista, it was a two-step process. Everybody agrees, right, <laughs> that, that Shinei Mara will, will, will be, you know, let's say you had something to, you know, blood, Don came in, Shinei Mara will, could pass on your mikvah. But um, it, it has, it, Rav Chista says it has to be a, a, a mashkin in order to do that. 
Rapapa says no. Mishum da havadavar she'enoisim menol mikvah lechachila v'choldavar she'enoisim menol mikvah lechachila. Since you can't make a mikvah out of beet juice, poislas a mikvah b'shinei mara. That he's basically skipping that step. It does not need to be a mashkin in order to passle your mikvah b'shinei mara. So Rabchista and Rapapa are having a machlekes. Does in order to passle your mikvah doesn't need to have a status of a mashka, yes or no? According to Rabchista, yes. So how do I? And what do, and what do we learn from Rabchista? We learn from Rechista that your act of squeezing, your akshavinu, can make it into a mashka. Rapapa says, no, it doesn't need to be a mashka in the first place, so we have no raya to what Rav Nachman passed on, like Rav Menashe, from that case. Now, we're just going to have a very similar machlekes over here. Okay, Tanan Hasam. A similar machlekes to Rechista and Rapapa in regards to mikvah. We're way off Arsuya, but Tanan Hasam. Let's say you have wine or vinegar, u meichal. Meichal is um, a form of an olive extract. So basically, I'll just uh, quickly to explain it, there's three stages of meichal. There's the initial stage. So where they used, again, we explained this before, they used to put olives, let's say, into a basket, into a bucket to ripen before they would put it into the press to press out the olive juice. So there were also some liquid used to come out when they would put it into baskets. Then were three stages of liquid that used to come out. The initial stage used to come out was very clear. It, it was almost like a water. And that, everyone's going to agree, is not going to be a mashka. The last, the third stage, okay, is almost like, uh, it, it's so ripe at that point, it's at the end of while you're ripening them, that the liquid that comes out is almost like olive oil. And then there's a middle stage, okay? So, or this meichal, this olive extract, if it fell into a mikvah and it changes the appearance, puzzle. Mantana debechel mashkahu. So who is the Tana that holds that Mechal is a Mashke? Again, similar type of idea here. In order to passel a Mikvah, Abai is going to look at Rav Chista said, in order to passel a Mikvah, yes, you passel a Mikvah Shinemara, but in order for something to passel a Mikvah Shinemara, it has to be a Mashke. So we want to know, according to which Tana, is Mechal going to be considered a Mashke? So Amar Abai, Rav Yaakov, he. That it's only Rav Yaakov, the Tanya, Rav Yaakov, Omar, Mechal, Rav Yaakov, Umatam, Omru, Mechal, Yetzi, Betchila, Tahar. I, if so, if it's a mashka, why isn't the stage one meichal going to be machsher? Why isn't that considered a mashka to be machsher for Tuma? If right, that is, uh, he doesn't actually want it. Okay, he's not, it's going to, it's hoylech ibud. That doesn't even have any olive uh, juice in it at all. Rav Shimon, Aymer, meichal ain't a mashka. Again, this is a machlikis tanayim between Rav Yaakov and Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon says, meichal ain't a mashka. It's not going to be like a mashka at all. Third stage one is, right, from the ikol beisabad, when you actually do it, is going to be because the third stage meichal, right, pre-mashka that comes out from the olives, definitely has some tichtuch, uh, right? It has some oil in it. And therefore, that's going to be a mashka, and it is chashu. Now, we just want to understand what is the machlekis between this Rav Yaakov and Rav Shimon. The second stage, that middle stage of Meichal, they're having a fundamental Machlekes, right? So let's just wrap this back up. We're, we're talking about, Abaya says, you want to know, we have a, a Mishnah that said that Meichal will passel Mikvah. Who is that going like? Meichal, second stage, right? Second stage that's going to passel. That's like Rabbi Yaakov that holds that second stage Meichal is in fact has a din of a mashke because Abaya holds similar like we said in Rav Chista on the last Mishnah when it comes to mikvah that in order to passel the mikvah b'shinei mara it has to be a mashke so therefore he says ah 
Meichal passes a mikvah because we go like Rav Yaakov, that second stage Meichal is a mashka. Now it's a mashka, then it can place a bishin mara. To which Rava says, similar to Rav Amar, Misham David Dover, She'en Oisim Imenu, mikvah. That it has nothing to do, it's not a mashka. It's the, the bottom line is, it's something that is not, you don't need a mashka to passel b'shinoi mara. It's something that you don't make a mikvah out of. Okay, and it will passel, this is so, um, Rava is basically saying like what Papa said in the last one, and Abai is going to Chista, and they're having a fundamental machlekes, in order to passel a mikvah, do you need, in order to passel a mikvah, do you need it to be mashka that would be mashana the mara in order to passel a mikvah? Or do you say that anything that um, is, is a liquid form, even though it's not technically called a mashka, can passel Bashina Mara. And just to wrap that back to what we were saying, was we were coming off of the Brisa that said that Ram Nachman passed like Beis Menashia, that they would squeeze Rimonim. Um, uh, and therefore, we wanted to say from the fact that they would squeeze Rimonim, it means that it is Rimonim juice is a real thing. Right, it is. It is. I mean, it, it is what. We, and we said no. That uh, yeah, they did it. And just because they did it, yeah, the answer is they were achshavei. Okay, so there are some rishonim that learn this, like even to halacha lamaisa, that the din of schita, whether you're allowed to squeeze something out or not, it depends on your on your level of achshavei. So some some are far from learning that way. If you translate that all the way down, that's what we're in, in essence saying. Okay, one last point over here. Amar Rav, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. New back to schita. I'm going to have a fascinating lambdas over here. I'm going to have a a A person may squeeze a cluster of grapes directly into a pot, but not into a plate. Okay, what we're saying is like this. I'll, I'll cheat. Again, I'm going to cheat ahead because it, otherwise it's just going to be a little confusing until we see it. But basically, Rabbi Yudam Rishmuel is saying that what's the Isser of Srita? The Isser of Srita is removing, is making juice out of food. So I take, uh, I, uh, I take a grape and I, I, it's, it's removing grape juice from the food and taking the juice, let's say, to drink. So what he's saying is like this, that to squeeze the juice into a pot of food where it never exists as juice, it goes directly from the fruit. Yes, you squeeze the juice into other food. That is not the Isra of Schita. That is not Mefarek told of the Dash. And therefore you're allowed to do that. So you can squeeze your grape, the grape juice, right into food because you never created grape juice. It went from one form of food, liquid in the grape, to another form of food, liquid, grape liquid in the food. Okay? Aval, right? What does he say? But not into a plate. Why? Of course not into a, a cup would be usser. Right? The chiddish she's here, Rashi speaks this out, that even a plate, which if you squeeze it into a cup, that's for sure going to be awesome because now you're saying, you know what you do in a cup? You drink it. That's liquid. But even into a plate where it's not mulchach that you want the liquid to drink because people don't normally drink out of a plate, it's still going to be awesome. That this heter exists only into another pot of food. That if you squeeze, if you squeeze the liquid into plate means empty plate and kadera means kadera full of food. The point is that if you squeeze it into Eichel, and this is the So if you go ahead and you, let's say you want to make guacamole, fresh guacamole on Shabbos, you can take a lemon and squeeze the lemon juice into the guacamole. Because, but let's say you wanted lemon in your soup, you could not squeeze your lemon, make lemon juice into the soup because the soup is a liquid. Now you want the liquid, the lemon, that's liquid form. When you squeeze the lemon into the avocado, 
it's never lemon juice. It's going from one form of oichel, dahainu a lemon, to another form of oichel, your guacamole. Okay? We see, we see from here that a person can milk a goat into the pot, but not into a plate. Same type of deal. Alma, kasavar, what do we see here? That liquid that comes into food, it doesn't have an independent shame of liquid. It's oichel. Masiv Rabbi Rechama, we're going to ask a kasha, two quick kashas on this. Masiv Rabbi Rechama, Zav Shechoy Levesa Eitz. Let's say you have a Zav, right, who's Tame, and he milks a goat. Ha-cholav Tame. Okay, the Cholav is going to be Tame. Now, we eat Amrit Mashka Haba Lo-Eichlen. We're assuming that the Zav, now I'm not sure why the Gemara is assuming this, but it is, assuming that the Zav is milking the A's directly into a pot. So we want to know, we eat Amrit, right, because we said it, even, or even into a pot. Because we weren't machalic. We just said, a zav milks the ace. The goat milk is going to be tummy. It's, right? it's going to be tummy. Tell me. It went directly from the cow's udders or, or the uh, goat's udders into my omelet, my goat cheese omelet. Okay? It, my goat milk omelet. It went right directly into the food. It never went. It, it, never, it, it, never, it was it never liquid. And if it was never liquid, how you would be this? How, how could you be tummy? It needs to be masher ayde liquid. So the Gemara says that before the farmer, the zav farmer, before he milks the goat, okay, they're gonna he's he's going to express a little bit of milk, right? That's how you start the process that you express a little bit of milk just to make the udder wet, and that a little bit of milk. You're right, the milk that you're going to express later that's oichel. That's never liquid. But day the liquid that was expressed just at the beginning, on the tip of the udder, that is going to be niskash, that is going to be machsher, the milk coming out. Okay? So, one more, if you have a person who's tummy mates, and he squeezed zeisiman tahar. So let's say a tummy mates, he took a, a, right, and the amount to be mitama is kebeya. So if you had a grape that was exactly a, a, uh, a kebeya, okay, once you squeeze out some of the liquid to be machsher, right, now you have a grape. You have to be machsher in order, oichel, right, you pick the grape, it never came in contact with water. If it never came in contact with water, it can't be makabal tumma. So you have, to, you have to get it wet. So what you do is you squeeze a little, once you squeeze a little bit of the grape out, it's now machsher, liquid comes out. It's machsher, the whole grape, to makabal tumah. But the problem is now, since you only had a kebeya mechuvenes, as soon as you take that liquid out, which is then machsher, you now have less than a kebeya, so it can't be metam. But ha-yesim kebeya tameh. Again, ha-yesim kebeya tameh, we see that if you squeeze a grape, you squeeze a grape, a, a person squeezes a grape that has obviously more than a kebeya is going to be tummy. I it sounds like even into a pot. I don't understand. So tell me, how is this grape? The, again, the liquid that came out, if you squeeze it directly into a pot, never had a status of a liquid. So how was it? How could he be matame? And you have to say that what are we talking about where you, you squeezed it into a ka'ara, but you're right. That, that, that whole price of saying that if you, uh, a, tummy, a tummy person squeezing a grape is going to be tummy, it's only if you squeeze it for its liquid. But if you squeeze it in the then it's taka going to be 
then it's taka going to be, um, it, it's taka going to be, uh, it's not going to be tummy. Send out the. Uh, A little bit of a tough one today. Huh? There's a lot. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of health shabbos here. Okay, so just to kind of just try to summarize this. So first, we asked the kasha according to Behuda that said stam, right? That the stam that comes out, um, the stam that comes out of a liquid, we wanted to say in Rabbi Yehuda that it's only the only time it's mutter to use the juice is if you set it aside for Eichel, but if you set it aside Stam, it's going to be Oser. And we asked from the milk, right, the Kasha, or the, the Choyl of Isha that's, that went into the Zesam Novim, right, all the way that whole long Kasha. And, um, and we had uh, basically two answers that you can't compare the case over there in the basket to the case here. And just because, well, either over there, Stam, when we said you don't want it, doesn't mean Stam, right? And Stam is not good enough. That was one of the answers we came up with. Okay, the point is that we, uh, you can't, that, that Rabbi Yehuda simply says that Stama Yitzmehem is going to be Aser, and uh, that price of Baisei Samanov is not going to be a Kasha. So, and then we wanted to know where do we know that Rabbanon agreed to Rabbi Yehuda Linyan Shar Peres, and we said that's the Brisa of squeezing the Fegaan of Frishin of Azrajin. Okay, and those, like we said, it's not a, a, a you know, bona fide raya. What we're saying is that the Bryce was teaching us this concept that when you don't want, the, when the liquid's not actually a liquid, when it's not a thing, there's no problem of schita. And therefore, the Rabbanon are going to have to agree to Rabbi Yehuda that when the liquid comes out on its own, when it's not an independent liquid that's normally used. Okay, what would we say? We said, however, base menashia, they used to squeeze reminim. Okay, Rav Nachman said the halacha is like Beis Menashia. I wanted to understand just because Beis Menashia does it. And we answered, yeah, like you see from Rav Chista, that Rav Chista held that in order to passel your mikvah, you needed a mashkin that was Mashana Mara. And what mashkin did we use was beets. And beet juice is not a thing. LMI, we see that from the fact that you did it, you were achshave. You went ahead and you considered it a drink. Okay, and therefore it can be. It, you, you're, you do, a, a single person doesn't have the ability to be machshavit as a, as a juice. However, to Rav Papa, it's not going to, according to the way Rav Papa explained it there by mikvah, that um, it, you don't need an actual mashke in order to apostle the mikvah b'shinah mara. So according to Rav Papa, there's no raya. And then we had a similar type of machlekes when it came into the meichal, right, this olive extract that we said is talking about a second stage olive extract, that Abaya, similar to Rav Chista, by the Traden, he held you need a mashka. So he said, the way he explained it was that that has to be like Rabbi Yaakov, because Machlekes, according to, between Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shimon, whether that middle stage olive stuff that gets squeezed out, whether that has a din of a mashka or not, he said, that's why Rabbi Yaakov holds it as a mashka, because again, Abaya holds like Rav Chista, that in order to apostle a mikvah, which you need a mashka. Okay, however, um, according to the way uh, Rava explained it, then it's not necessarily true. You don't need a mashka. Okay, it's similar to how Rapapa explained it, then anything um, that you can't build a mikvah, you can't use to fill a mikvah, anything that won't make a mikvah will possibly machine It doesn't actually need to be a technical mashka. Okay, and then we have this, this concept that you can squeeze a grape into a pot, but not into a ka'ara, Right, because it's going from Eichel to Eichel. Right, Rochissa said, Because Mashka Balo Eichel, Eichel, liquid that comes out, the Isra of Schita is to pour yourself a drink, right, to get the Mashka out. But if it's going into another food, it's going to be mutter. We said we passed like that. We asked the Kasha from Zit. So both of these cases of Zav 
that it's metama, what is Imi Miskasha with? There we said that, you know what? You're right. That when you milk, when you milk the goat into other food, the milk has it in a food. However, that the way he milks is he puts a little bit of milk before he starts the milking process on the edge of the udder, on the tip of the udder, and that it's, that's how it's miskasher. And then we have the second kasha asking uh, when you squeeze a grape, and the only way to answer that, we said that you can be metamet, I, if you squeeze it into food, it's not, gonna, it's not, it's not going to be nis, nis, miskasher. It's not going to now be uh, susceptible to be makabotoma. So I have to answer in that case that we're talking about where you squeezed it into a plate. But Lamaisa, if you would have squeezed it into food, then you're right, it wouldn't be tummy.